The following podcast is an 8122 Productions podcast in association with Hashtag 607 Podcast, Next Wave, Alternate Reality Radio. For more information, please go to 8122productions.com. Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. Welcome to Horror Zone 607, the podcast where we talk all things horror and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. I am your host, Mike C., and it is our post-Christmas pre-New Year's episode. Uh, It's been a great year. It has been an excellent year. There's been so many good and a couple of bad horror movies, uh, and we're going to be talking about all of that stuff this week, uh, as well as, you know, some news. You know, we we never go a week without giving you some of the news, so we got a lot to talk about this week. Before we get to that... There's a a real gentleman in the studio with me this week, and he's here every single week. You know, you know, I just got to say it on New Year's Eve when the clock strikes midnight, his balls will surely drop. Say hello to my good friend Rich. Oh, they drop every year when it says midnight. You know, I I, I start my own countdown, but I I I go for a slow teabagging, so I start about an hour early. You got to start early. Yes, and you I go by I go by the second. Yeah, inching sure. down by the second. One, two. It's really good for your uh, th- uh, thighs and your legs. It's kind of like doing really slow uh, the squats. Bends, yeah. yeah, it's really, it's really, it's really good for the gluteus maximus, if you will. Yeah. So I- I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of uh, steal your thunder here for a second because I was thinking about you yesterday. Oh, hey, were you in the shower? So it's no, no, better. I was oh, okay. at Best Buy. Oh, sweet. And, uh, you know, it's a kind of a, a post-Christmas tradition that I have. Usually the day after Christmas, I go out and I'll, you know, spend money and buy movies I may not have gotten or a video game. You know, something like that, just for fun. And uh, it was kind of busy. My brother came into town uh, with his family. So yesterday was the first that I, I got out. Yesterday being Saturday, December the 28th, I believe is what yeah, it was. Yeah. And um, I was looking through their little bargain bins. And they had some movies that were five ninety nine, and some that were three ninety nine. And in the three ninety nine bin, not one but two copies of Freddy's Dead. Oh, they're the best! I almost bought it for you. Oh, that's the best! I figured you had it already. Uh, I, I have it on a uh, the the complete collection. Yeah, series. I don't have it on Blu Ray though. Yeah, this I have, was just I a DVD. My, I bought my. Uh, I, I have not upgraded my Nightmare on Elm Street complete collection to uh, Blu-ray. I still have it on the DVD. Let's face it. Does that movie really belong on Blu-ray? Well, the only Do reason we need I, to see it. Any I was going to say. I, I, the only reason I would have it on Blu-ray is if it came part of a collection. But yeah, yeah, no, that's that's awesome. That's so, it's over there if you want to get it. I just couldn't bring myself to do it because I figured you had it already. You know, I know it's your favorite movie of all time. It is. It's it's one of the top movies of all time. <laughs> I wish I wish it came out in 2019 because it would have definitely made my list. Yeah, yeah, it would have sure. made. Uh, cue the Chris Jericho. You made the list. <laughs> That's right. La Champion. 
Yes. Uh, but yeah, that that'd been awesome. I, I, like I said, I I, I, I dabble with the uh, Freddy's Dead. Yeah. yeah. Did you have a good Christmas? Yes, I actually did. It was uh, very relaxing. Uh, we had Christmas Eve because, you know, my stepson went to his dad's on Christmas Day. So Christmas Eve was the day we had a nice dinner, did some presents. And then Christmas Day, I uh, just bombed around, man. I actually went to the Chinese buffet. Oh, yeah. a la A Christmas Story. Oh, yeah. But you know what? It was packed in there, man. Really? Packed. There were so many people at the Chinese buffet. Thank, I say thank the Lord that they don't celebrate Christmas because they gave us all something to eat that day. Yeah. And it, I mean, it was busy. That was, was like 12 a, days of Christmas all wrapped it into was, one. It was delicious, too. I just want to throw that out there. Sure. Buffet Star was on point this past uh, th- or Christmas. There you go. Yeah. Well, it was just me, me and my wife and my mom. Yeah. So we were like, oh, why make food when we can just go and... Did they come out and sing to you? Did no, they, sing they Christmas didn't. Carols? But they did have uh, Christmas music playing. Oh. They had Christmas music, like Christmas jazz, and then it went into Calypso and reggae a little bit. It was weird. <laughs> it was, it was they, a, they get it. It was a very weird setting, but it was it was, it was was really good. really nice. How Thank was your holiday season? Busy. Uh, it was crazy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, spent, <laughs> it, it's always about the family, you know, so I spent, uh, you know, Christmas Eve with my, with my parents and... Uh, Christmas Day is always crazy. You know, got family that, that comes over. Uh, the day after Christmas, uh, my brother and his family, as I mentioned, kind of they, they came into town. We're here for a few days. Um, my nieces are the cutest little girls. I, I'm biased, but I think that they are the most adorable little kids in the world. Uh, I love them to death. The little one-and-a-half-year-old that he's got, huh, she calls me cocky. She can't say Mikey. She calls me cocky. Yeah, well, she's, That's not, my name. she's not far wrong. Yeah, I know. Right, there you go. I know. So all weekend, it was cocky? Cocky? <laughs> oh, jeez. So good times. I hear you there. Uh, so let's dive right into the show. It's been we we had a week off. Yeah, we had the week off, which is not a bad thing. It was a good thing. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I think we needed it. Oh, absolutely. It's, we were busy this year. It was time to rest. Yes, yes. And uh, I've 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 been very busy since. So yeah, here Same we here. are. I'm exhausted. If I don't sound as jovial as usual, it's because I'm just I'm beat down and exhausted. And but the good news for the listeners is that we did make the time to be here. Like yes. we said, we were going to try. So here we are, last episode of 2019. Yes. And that means in the second segment. In the Talking Horror segment, we are going to go over our 2019 horror movie year in review. It is the year in review episode. But I know you've got some news. Not a lot of news. because it's, 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 it's one of those, it's been a it's weird downtime. time. It's a downtime for it. So uh, what do we got in the news? Well, the first thing I wanted to mention is that the uh, the premium movie channel, Epics, it's kind of like HBO and Cinemax for people that don't know what that is. Epics uh, is making a Salem's Lot series. They're going to be calling it Jerusalem's Lot, and it will be starring Adrian Brody. Uh, they're eyeing a fall 2020 premiere. Not too bad. I mean, uh, is it epics or is it epics? Epics. Because I, because I, I always, whenever I see it, it's the E P I X. So yeah. I'm like, it's epics. Yep. Epics. Hey, it's epics. It's epics. Ah, all right. Well, you know. You're yeah. Know like that. like epic movies. Epics. Ah, okay. So, anyways, uh, yeah, I'm I'm all right with that. I mean, Salem's Lot is it's 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 definitely aged. It's a it's a great uh, great miniseries. The original mm-hmm. was a great miniseries. It's still it's still uh, something you should watch as far as classic goes. But it definitely is aged. If they do a nice job and do a good job updating it, that'll that'll be a, a good feather in the hat. Yeah. What I want to know is, you know, it was a few months back we reported because uh, it was being reported that they were making a new feature film about Salem's Lot. So I kind of wonder if this is what that turned into or if they're going to do both or see how this goes first and then make the movie. Uh, you know, I, I haven't heard that they scrapped it, but I haven't heard anything else about it either. I would say to probably keep, uh, we'll keep our eye on that because lately they've been doing TV shows and movies for some yeah. reason. Like they're not just sticking to like one or the other. And in some cases they're making double movies. I mean, we did find out, I think it's like in what, 2021 or 2022. Uh, I think it's 2021. We're getting not one, but two Matrix movies doing being yeah. done by two different 
directors in two different time frames of the Matrix. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I, I the knew one, there was one coming. I didn't know the, there were the two. The one that has Keanu Reeves in it uh, is the is actually the Matrix Four or whatever they're going to be calling it, uh, and that's being done by Lana Wykowski. The other one is being done by uh, somebody else. It was on. It was like one of the writers of the original movie, and it's in canon with the it's original. It's in canon series? with the original, but huh. it, it looks like that one's going to be a prequel, possibly. Oh, so it's it's interesting. So they're in unit, but the other one will not have Keanu Reeves. Yeah. So it's kind of an interesting. The Keanu Reeves one is already announced. Like Neil Patrick Harris is in the movie. There's a whole bunch of people. Originally, it was called Project Ice Cream. And then the odd hmm. part about that is that that's coming out in the same day as John Wick 4. Interesting. So Keanu Reeves versus Keanu Reeves in the same day <laughs> in 2021. Something tells me there will be a bump somewhere there. I said, I'm going to, I started the conspiracy theory that I wanted to go around the internet. And hence, I'm bringing it up here is that I bet you it's because it's the same movie. Bet you <laughs> we'll find out John Wick is just Neo in his own Matrix. Could be. And then he comes back over. So, well, you heard it here that first if that happens. I don't think that's going to be the case, but you heard it here first if it happens. It'd be even better if uh, the next uh, uh, Bill and Ted's comes out the same day as well. Oh, that would be great. And then we'd Keanu really have versus Keanu versus Keanu. But yeah. I think Bill and Ted's coming out this upcoming year. They're, yeah. they're pretty much done shooting it. Yeah. Point. I can't wait to see it. But imagine if they pushed it back. Yeah, I don't want to. We'd have a conspiracy. I want. I want it. I want all the nostalgia feels coming up in 2020. Yeah, get them all out there. Ghostbusters, Bill and Ted. It's gonna recreate my youth in 2020. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, you know, I got a lot of news about what's coming up in 2020 here. Uh, So next up on the list, you know, possibly the most iconic of all the puppets in the Puppet Master series, Blade. Well, he's gonna be getting his own movie called Blade: The Iron Cross, and uh, it's coming in March of 2020. Hmm. That's uh, that's good news. I, I've always uh, been a fan of that particular character from Puppet Master. Sure. Uh, he has a deep story, so I'm assuming that they're going to dive into that. Of course, his story is as bad, like a Nazi kind of uh, story. Yeah, there was a trailer. Did you see the trailer for it? I did not see the trailer. It's uh, it looks low budget. <laughs> it looks eh. it looks like it's a Puppet Master movie. Yeah. Well, you got to remember the last few went straight to like like. The, the digital digital yeah. straight to shutter yeah. not saying anything bad about shutter because we know we love our shutter but at the same point in juncture you know they you didn't there was not much acclaim for them yeah actually the last one was actually really good that went right to shutter but i still have to see that i want uh, to it's actually really good it's it, i mean it's way better than a lot of the sequels of, the of puppet master so it's really good i've seen the original i tried watching the second one got maybe 20 minutes in and i was like yeah no and i haven't, yeah. haven't tried to watch any of the other ones so i don't know if i need to see the other ones to understand the littlest reich it is this you know you don't have to see that Okay. No, it kind of gets prequel, it kind of re- it? it is, but it kind of recon retcons some of the. Well, stuff there's like up. four prequels in that series, I think. So there's a million and a half uh, <laughs> sequels and yeah. sequels and prequels, and most of them are very bad. It's like where Hellraiser ended up going. Right, right. Well, for anybody that's interested in seeing uh, Blade: The Iron Cross uh, again, March 2020, it'll be available on Full Moon Features and on Full Moon's Amazon channel. Ah, uh, there you go. Uh, also coming in March of 2020, Sam Raimi. He's been announced for Monster Mania in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Ah, that's pretty awesome. That's uh, the big one. Yeah, Monster Mania pretty is the largest uh, horror convention on the East Coast, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And actually, this year they're doing, for the first time, I do believe it's the first year they're doing a Pop Mania as well. Mm-hmm. They're doing a different convention in the summertime called Pop Mania. Uh, you never know. You never. Uh, I don't know if we'll be there as guests of the show, uh, but I, I would like to go down, even if we're not, just for at least a day and hang out. Wow. Uh, for both of them, it would be kind of fun just to kind of give it uh, that kind of whatever, but you know, we'll see. I'll be reaching out to people and seeing sure. what I can pull up, but if I'm not, I'll, I'm going to go down and hang out. Why not? Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun, and uh, maybe get a chance to meet Sam Raimi. Yeah. 
be awesome yeah so and they, they always have a large list of pretty awesome uh, talent at that event yeah so i mean that's it's, bigger than scaracon right in uh, terms of the guest it's, list it's, it's, well in terms of how large it is yes yeah uh they do a monster mania on the east coast and on the west coast and the one on the west coast is like the largest horror convention in the united states period and this one's the second largest so yeah they, they know what they're doing there it's kind of like uh basically monster mania for those uh, that don't already know is pretty much the um uh, Wizards World uh, Comic Con, yeah. So it's yeah. pretty cool, and because they do a little traveling, but it's that and horror, right? Well, you know what else is coming in twenty twenty? Uh, Ghostbusters. That's also going to be coming oh, okay. in twenty twenty. But no, no, it is that special time of year where we're hearing that New Mutants is coming, and a new trailer is set to hit within the next month. Uh, according to sources, it's scheduled for a theatrical release. Literally, the yeah. 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 <laughs> sure. <laughs> Late by a long shot. Yeah. And it won't be long before we hear that, oh, it, it's being shelved again. So that's oh, yeah. also that special time of year that's coming where uh, where the where we'll hear that the movie will not be coming out. Yeah. It'll, it'll definitely be one of those mo- moments that uh, that'll come through. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how much time, but it will definitely be coming through. Yeah. I yeah. want to see this movie. I think it looks awesome from the trailers. I know that they did reshoots for it, but I... I don't know. We'll never know exactly what the original finished product was because they didn't release it. The trailer, and again, it's just a trailer, but that trailer looked intense and it looked awesome. Uh, I don't know. I, I was a fan of the X-Men series. I know everybody really you know, dumped on them, and I haven't seen the most recent one. But uh, you know, I know people hate that series. I enjoyed the heck out of that series. So uh, this is a spinoff of that from what I understand. Well, I feel like people still like I mean, they did bring it back. When they broke off all the stuff in Dawn of X here, when the yeah. new X-Men lineup, the new mutants is one of the lineups. Uh, it's a little different, obviously, because they rebooted everything. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm not I'm not opposed to it. I thought it was a really cool concept. I remember seeing the trailer that initially came out. It was like, okay, we're, we're going into like a horror uh, comic book movie. I think really what ended up happening, it, it, this was definitely a casualty of the 20th Century Fox Disney deal. Yeah. This is definitely a casualty of that. And also... Uh, when Brightburn didn't do amazingly well at the at the uh, box office, I think Disney got cold feet and going, okay, we, they tried a horror uh, uh, superhero movie and it failed. Yeah. So let's let's stay back and I don't know how well this was and I don't know. I, this is my my problem with them saying it's coming back out is I'm of two minds. That initial trailer had that, but if they went back and they did a ton of reshoots, God knows what Disney did to Disneyfy it and that right. might not be a good thing. And I'm not saying that Disney doesn't do a good job. I love me the MCU movies, sir. I really do. But at the same point in juncture, Disney has all also been uh, famous for kind of killing things that it doesn't create. Right. They're, Disney in a way is kind of like Vince McMahon. Yeah. If he, if, if they didn't create it, they don't really like to uh, stick to it. I mean, dark Phoenix, I mean, obviously going back to the well with a bad storyline again, was a bad thing, uh, but on the top of that, Disney didn't try to go back and fix that at all. Right. They just said, here you guys go. Yeah, I haven't seen that. That got shelved for a while too, didn't it? Uh, it got shelved for a little bit after the, until the merger went on, then Disney went ahead and threw it out there. Yeah. And the reason why I think Disney threw it out there is because they were like, okay, we'll put this dumpster fire out, we'll kill off the X-Men for a little while as far as movies go, and then when we bring it back in three three to five years, uh, people think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yeah. And that's just kind of a Disney uh, thing. I, 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 I'm not going to go too deep into it. But that's kind of what Disney has done with Star Wars as well. Did, uh, did you, Dark Phoenix ever come out on DVD? I don't know. I have no. I never heard another thing about uh, it. I've Ken, been waiting to see it. Ken M from the ODPH went and saw it, and he told me not to waste my time. Yeah. So Rich decided to listen and not waste his time. Yeah. So. I listened to, but mm-hmm. again, I know that those guys weren't really a big fan of that series to begin with. So, and I did. I loved them. So I, I, 
I don't know. I'm anxious I didn't, to see I didn't it. mind First Class. Uh, Days of Futures Past was really good. Great. Uh, Apocalypse got a little bit. Eh, that's where it started going to the weeds, and that was the pre the pre predecessor to Dark Phoenix. And they already tried to tell the story once badly inside of the 20th Century Fox right. family because we all remember X the uh, X Men Last Stand X Three if you want to call it that. Right. So I don't know. I, I I'm kind of glad that it's gone. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't mind that movie. So I'm probably I, I one see. of the few that liked it. But. Yeah, you're probably really one of the few. I really didn't like it at all. Sorry. <laughs> it happens. Well, you know what the last thing is that we're going to talk about here this week? Also coming in 2020, and this is where we're going to be kicking off the new year. When it comes to horror, this is uh, this is a big one. Uh, the Grudge. The Grudge is going to be hitting theaters next Friday, January 3rd, the first Friday in the year. Yeah. yeah. It's coming. Well, technically this Friday when these people well, are here this yeah. week. So this Friday, if you hear the show before the Friday, January 3rd. Then, yeah, because this, this show will be out on, on New Year's Eve. Yeah. New Year's Eve. We're coming out a day early. Right. And if you're on Patreon, you get it on, on Monday. Monday. But, yeah. Yeah, uh, this coming Friday. I'm yeah. all screwed up with time here. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I It looks... The trailers have me intrigued. I'm not going to say that I'm uh, totally on board, and I totally think this is going to be a, the greatest movie ever, but the trailers have me intrigued, and uh, I, I can't wait to see what they put together. Yeah, Good, you know what I'm liking? What I like here... I mean, the, the trailers, to me, it just looks like another grudge movie. It looks like a ripoff of the grudge, but the, uh, the director and writer or who else, I, I don't know exactly who it is, but they keep saying... You know that they. This is completely different than anything we've seen up to this point. It's going to feel very different. I like that. You and, know, and of course it's got Harold of Harold and Kumar. Famous. Yes, yeah, Harold is in the movie. So yeah. John Cho, who's yeah. a great actor. Sorry, I, I didn't want to call him by his real name. Yeah, he's, he'll always be Harold to me. Yeah, he he's always Harold to me too. And and one of the milf guys. But but you kind of you kind of misled the people. How did there I do was that? there was one there's one more thing we have to talk about. Okay, there has been a movie. That has been smashing box office records the whole month of December. They've oh, been yes. smashing them. How could it's been I forget? Taking them in, and, and and they've added to their their wealth of 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 box office power with the money. Yeah, I, I know you probably want to wait to talk about it, but you, you can't wait any longer, Mike. Should I drop the bomb? You should drop the bomb about the box office smashing records this, oh. this movie is making. So so through was it two weeks, three weeks? I think it's two uh, weeks in. I think it's. Two weeks. Two, two weeks in. Weeks. I could be wrong. Uh, it, you know, it's it's so unforgettable, but yet I'm forgetting. $17.7 million overall worldwide for the 2019 remake of Black Christmas. Yeah, week two was no better. Yeah, no. It, it, uh, I think Black Christmas has seen its end. I think it's over. I, I think it's over. We should they be hearing about it. how men hate women pretty soon. They well because uh, they didn't. Go I don't. See I don't it. think that's going to be the point here because once again, it, well, it what's was, her name was involved? Elizabeth Banks. It was, that's what yeah, she'd be saying. But if it, if it's like Skulls Twenty Two, Skulls Harder yeah. uh, is what I saw from the trailer, and I did not hear anything clear, good from anybody except for one person that I don't trust their articles from on Bloody Disgusting. Yeah, you know, and again, here's the thing: I don't have a problem with women in movies. I do not have a problem with the women's movement. I don't have a problem with that stuff. What I do have a problem with is they keep trying to shove this down everybody's throat in horror and the reason being is for how many decades people like roger ebert you know and you know no disrespect to him god rest his soul but horror movies were just a way to just dump on men and say that it was men killing women and being disrespectful to women and i think that this is their time where they're trying to make us like a it's it's a political point they're trying to make i don't want to see a political movement in a horror movie i want to watch something entertaining there was a lot of great entertaining movies maybe i'll enjoy it when it actually comes out and i can watch it where it doesn't cost me anything maybe i'll like it and if that's the case you know i'll be the first one to admit that i was wrong 
Well, here's my problem. I don't know if it's uh, ever that. Because I, I honestly, even though, yes, I understand that some people will say it's always men against women, blah, 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 blah. But it's not, though, because I think horror genre has been one of the most empowering genres for women ever. Because, I mean, it's not the final guy. It's the final girl. Right. It's always a girl who survives the horror movie. Well, you know, All you look the stupid the guys Friday... always die. Yeah. Look back on the Friday the 13th series. Just as many guys die as the girls in the movie. So oh, yeah. what point are you trying to make here? Because you're wrong. But you're wrong like Said, that it's point. always the final girl. Exactly. There's never been a final guy. Yeah. Well, there's been a final guy once. Final guy. It's usually was, a final guy with a Freddy final girl. versus Jason. Yeah. There was a final guy and girl. Yeah. But there's never been. There's like three or four of them in that one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so. yeah. But for the most part, you never end up with like the final. Actually, sorry. Jason takes Manhattan also. There's a final guy and girl. Yeah. And Jason goes to hell. Yeah. In theory. But we like to forget that movie. The ever seventh happened. one, too. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot he lived in that. Yeah, that was that was. But that's unique. Cause think about it. Friday Thirteenth was known for killing off the guy right at the end. Yeah. Think about it. They did it in part two. They did that shit in part three. Like the guy does. You know, well, part two they don't really kill him off. Right. But they kill him off. Part five actually. Technically, there was a couple guys. Technically, they, they 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 he's gone from the picture when all the final right. things happen, except for helping her out. And he doesn't save the day. Even when he tries to save the day, he ends up getting uh, knocked down by by Jason in right. two. And in three, they killed. They definitely kill off the guy you thought would have been. Rick. Made it to the end. Rick. Yeah. 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 She's horrible. Yeah. Rick. The way she says Rick is Where horrible, are you? by the way. Rick. I mean, I don't mind the actress, but get the way she says Rick uh, is horrible. Yeah. I'd like to get that sound done on her well, soundboard. Well, when I, when, I when I can pay for the soundboard uh, <laughs> uh, plus, we'll get that. Uh, speaking of uh, that, I guess that goes right into my announcements uh, for the week, as you guys know. Also, I'll be able to have my own Horror Zone uh, thing. Uh, so, if you guys want to talk about anything we talk about in this episode, or just talk to us in general, hit us up on our social medias. You can find us, HorrorZone607 on Facebook. We're at HorrorZone607 on Twitter. Use the hashtag HZ607 when joining our conversation so we know you're talking to us. Also, you can visit 8122productions.com to find out all you need to know about HorrorZone607, plus check out Mike C's reviews, and you can also check out our other products, like the Three Fat Nerds podcast and so much more. Remember, for all news and stuff check out 8122productions.com and last but certainly not least getting me to the point about how you can help me get a new soundboard because the money goes right back into these shows uh we're on patreon you want that bonus content you want it extra trust me you get a lot of that and plus so much more on patreon it's one dollar and a three dollar tier that's it so for twelve dollars a year because it's one dollar a month and three dollars a month so one dollar for 12 months you get you get all of the bonus content and it's well worth it and it goes right back into the show helping us upgrade and you can do that by being a patron on patreon patreon.com slash 8122 productions so there you go you know, right. little cheap plugs in the beginning now let's get to the fun stuff because we're going to take our break when we come back from that break it's going to we're going to take a look at horror movies in the year in review of uh what is uh, coming to an end here of 2019 so we'll be right back hey this is dustin perry from ghost hunters and ghost hunters international and you listen to horror zone 607 
It is time to talk some horror, and uh, this week's Talking Horror, of course, we are going to be celebrating the year that was, because obviously when you guys hear this, uh, well, when we put this out, it will be New Year's Eve 2019. We're heading into 2020 in a big, bad way, so we wanted to take a look back at the year that was 2019 in horror movies and uh, the horror world in general. Don't worry, we were going to be doing a decade Next week, during Talking Horror, we are going to be covering the 2010s as a whole. From 2010 to 2019, the, the, the decade in horror there. We're going to give you the good and the bad and the ugly that week for that particular show. But this week is all about 2019 since we are about to kick it out of this decade. We're about to end this year. And uh, so we've came up with, uh, well, Mike C in particular, and I'm just going to add in, has come up with his top 10 movies of the year we're gonna have some uh we're also gonna have a couple uh eh movies uh that, that we'll talk about and uh, some honorable mentions that might have not made the list because we haven't seen them etc etc so without further ado mike let's get this list started we're uh we're, are you gonna start with the things that we didn't see uh yeah let's start with the things we didn't see you know the first thing i just want to point out and this has been kind of a trend the last couple of years but you know growing up um you know Coming into adulthood, I, I guess I should say my teen years and whatnot in the 90s, there wasn't always a couple of, of dozen horror movies that came out in oh, one year. Geez, if they yeah. did, it was movies you never heard of. Pinocchio's Revenge, just the, you know, the things like that, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff that went direct to video that um, maybe not even direct to video, just like direct to like some streaming service and nobody has ever heard of it or seen it. So there there wasn't uh, a lot of theatrical releases in, in big movies that came out. And, uh, you know, this year alone, I stopped with 22 movies, just just writing them down and putting them on the list so I could, you know, kind of adjust it and make a top 10. So, um, you know, there's there's several of these I have not seen, so I might as well, you know, we'll cover that first. Yeah, just to, just to make sure so somebody's not like, hey, you're being unfair to this movie. Right. Well, we haven't seen it, so we cannot put yeah, it on Yeah, and top I just want to make that clear, is I'm basing my top 10 on the movies that I actually did see. Yeah. So, and I don't think I've seen any of these movies either. I'll discuss if I have seen any yeah. of them, so go ahead. So, uh, you know, we'll start with the aforementioned Black Christmas. We talked about that yeah. the last couple of weeks. So no I haven't seen that, you know, whatever. Uh, Three from Hell. You know, uh, I, I have got, an interest in seeing that, but I haven't had a chance. Yeah, I've heard it's awful. Uh, the, the professor and and uh, and uh, the maestro both uh, saw that and and just you know absolutely just destroyed it. Said how awful it was. Pretty much that's that's what I've been hearing. See, I don't I don't always it's agree with those guys, hate, so I'd like to see it. For same myself. here. But I've I have also heard universal hate. I've heard very few people say very good things about it. Right. Uh, another one that uh, that I think it was more of a small like like uh it, it didn't really go um nationwide was the lighthouse but i really want to see that i've heard a lot of good things about that yeah i haven't seen it but i would like to see that one that one does look good uh crawl was another one that kind of got you know love and hate this year some people liked it some people didn't i've um, heard good things about that one i want i wanted to see it when it was in theaters i just didn't have the time so yeah right. I, would, I will definitely be seeing that sometime in the near future when i do make some time uh, a couple of other ones that i didn't get a chance to see this year the prodigy Kind of heard mixed things about that. I have recorded it. It's on uh, one of the premium channels now, and I think it's on Stars maybe. And I did record it. I just didn't get a chance to watch it yet. I was up in the air about that one. I, I did see uh, the the trailer intrigued me a little bit, but at the same time, it was like, is this just going to be another one of these kind of movies? Another creepy evil kid movie. Yeah, like you know, or even but worse, like another insidious slash you know yeah. slash you know something like that. It kind of had that feel to it. Or even like a grudge, and we're coming up on the grudge remake and stuff, mm -hmm. but or reboot or whatever they're calling it these, because I don't even really know, because they're they're saying that it 
it doesn't restart it whatever we'll, we'll we'll be a judge of the grudge when we do see it but i just feel like it's in the long line of those kind of movies but the the trailer did look good so it yeah. had me intrigued at least um a couple more that i haven't seen in the tall grass uh, i kind of heard mixed things about that don't know I much about it. it so uh, i still want to check that out i want to say that's either on shutter or on netflix i think it's on netflix it's uh, on one of them it's one of them yeah, i think I it's remember. on netflix uh so i've kind of heard mixed things so i'd kind of like to see that um, one that I really wanted to see, it didn't really look so much like a typical horror movie, but it played, uh, the, the previews were on constantly at the beginning of the year and that was Ma. Yeah. Um, a lot of people that did see that were kind of like, don't waste your time. It wasn't good, but it looked good to me. I don't know. I was, I had mixed reviews. I just from the trailers I had mixed, like I was like, oh man, I, I want to see that. But then I was like, eh, I don't know if I really want to see right. it. And then one more, I actually almost bought it uh, on Vudu yesterday, and I just, I didn't. I ended up uh, buying a couple of other movies instead, but uh, Zombieland Double Tap. I, I didn't get a chance to see it. I heard, if you like the first one, there's nothing that's really added in this one, but it's kind of meh. But I love the first movie. From what I hear, people that like the first one will like the second one. I was going to say, I heard it was a good companion piece. It was entertaining. It wasn't any, like, reinventing the wheel. It was just right. entertaining. That's pretty much what I had heard. Yeah. You know, no, no hate. Um, but I really want to see that. So I don't know if we really call it a horror movie, but it's certainly a horror comedy. So should we go on the like the 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 worst notes first? Because I do have a vote for worst movie. Of the sure. Year. My my pick for worst horror movie of the year was Annabelle Comes Home. So you know that was uh, you know I kind of had like the honorable mentions or dishonorable mentions next, like movies that I did see that <laughs> yeah, didn't make my top say. ten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one would be at the low. That was a low point. Oh yeah, that, that was, was definitely a low point for me. I I didn't really have a lot of hopes going into it because I kind of had a feeling of what it was going to be. Um, I still hoped that it would be an entertaining movie. Um, you know, when it comes to the three Annabelle movies in particular, people hated the first one, loved the second one, and. A lot of people loved the the newest one. I don't understand why, though, because all it was was a commercial for other things they wanted yeah. to do in the Conjuring universe. It, it was poorly written. It was a mess. Um, it just it wasn't a good movie. Uh, I personally, the Annabelle movies, I've said this before in the show, and I stick by it. The first one is my favorite. I thought that movie was was suspenseful and creepy, and you know, I've only watched it maybe two or three times. But you know, each time I've watched it, I still was creeped out by it. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't understand what everybody hated about that movie. I really don't. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of I. You know me. I'm not a big fan of any of them. That yeah. was just my thing. I did go to this with you, and I do believe Ron was with us. It was yes. the three of us for this movie. So that was fun hanging out with you guys. But it was it was a bad movie. It was a bad movie. And about creation, movie. I didn't think was much better personally. The, it, it was not the better of the the, the other the, three, the other doll opinion. movie that probably made your list though was was my surprise pick of the year. When will you get to that one? Okay. You you know exactly which one I'm yeah. talking about. We have a poster of it on our wall. But continue yeah. on with your honorable mentions. Uh, so a couple other ones that I just wanted to mention that I did see. Uh, Eli, uh, which is on uh, Netflix. Um, heard a lot about it. Watched it. It was pretty good. Eh, the ending was kind of stupid and predictable. But um, I don't know. It, it was it was okay. It was It's worth watching. I did not see that, so I can't. I don't have really an opinion. It's an hour and a half well spent. You know, if you get an extra hour and a half and you're looking for something to watch, I recommend it. It wasn't. Again, it's not going to reinvent the wheel, but it was. It was okay. Okay, cool. Um, just checking out the list here, make sure I don't miss anything here. But uh, Pet Cemetery, um, kind of was like one that, that made the honorable. That didn't even make. Yeah, the top it didn't 10. make the top, and it probably would have until Ron schooled me on the things that I kind of missed when we <laughs> when we reviewed it because he had seen it too. I saw it and he saw it separately, and he said like, "Well, what about this? And what about this? And what about this? You know, and things that I didn't see as plot holes when I was watching it. You're like, ooh, um, I still think that it was superior to the original. Okay, um, I respect the original for what it was, but I was never a huge fan of it. 
Uh, the acting in particular was much better in in the remake than it was in the original, and I thought that it had a creepier atmosphere. So it it barely missed, and there was just there was a lot of really good horror movies that came out this year. It that was one of those movies that got pushed to the back burner for me, and I still haven't seen it. And the reason why was because of your and Ron's take on it. Right, hearing you guys talk about, it, I was like, well, I, I only have X amount of time, as we know. Am I going to choose a movie that I might like over this one that I'm right. that I'm at best going to be midway with, like you said? Right. And I was like, okay, eventually I'll see it. So I just haven't found the time for that one because, trust me, there's just been a ton of stuff coming out, man. Right. And between this and then all the other stuff I watch, you know, for you know, Three Fat Nerds and stuff. So, like, this is still one that I'm going to try to get in on the beginning parts of uh, the year. But once again, when I, when I heard from you guys, I'm not surprised it's on your honorable mentions and yeah. not in the top ten. Just because it was one of those that you guys were like, listen, wait a while. Don't, you know, when you have time watch it when you don't have time don't worry about it. right I'm not missing anything uh so the last one that i'm going to mention that did not make the list and this one in my opinion actually probably would have been near the top of the list i didn't put it in the top 10 because it ended up going more of a comedic route than its predecessor and that's happy death day to you uh, I love the movie. I thought it was one of the, it was about as much fun as I had had at the movies all year long. Um, I loved the two movies together. It was a great companion piece. It just the first one is more of a slasher with the comedy elements. This one was a comedy that had kind of a little bit of that in the background, but it was more Back to the Future. I, I agree with you. It was a little more of a comedy. I probably would have put it in my top ten as number ten. It was one of my movies that uh, when I'm talking about movies overall in the year, it is in my is definitely in my top ten for movies overall in the year because yeah. I enjoyed the movie a lot as a comedy. I may have put it as number 10 on my horror movie list only because I enjoyed it so much, but I agree with the reasons you didn't add it to the list. Yeah. Because it was more of a comedy than there was a horror movie. Right. And it's not that it wasn't one of the top 10. That, you know, if, if we're going to classify it as a horror movie, it would horror movie, but I would have added it at 10 with the caveat that, hey, this was a really good movie. Uh, however, it wasn't enough horror to make me go, oh, it should take over right. from a horror movie. But at the same point, you know, so I understand why you put it right on yeah. the cusp. Uh, as far I as, wrestled as with far, it a lot. By the way, as far as my year goes, and this includes like things like Endgame and obviously Star Wars and et cetera, et cetera, that movie finishes in my top 10 for the year. Oh, as, yeah. Of, of movies, period, because it was one of my most enjoyable watches of the year. So much and fun. And I know that there's two of the list on the list of your top 10 that will definitely also be in my top 10 of the year, period, and not just in horror, mm -hmm. because they were some of my most enjoyable watches of the year yeah and higher up than uh what a lot of people would think i know exactly what you're thinking so oh, yeah so yeah i, I will we'll start the countdown now and, and again you know this this was a tough list to make um looking back on this i'm just gonna throw this out there and people are gonna want to butcher me and and just like tear me apart for saying this but this was one of the best years of horror ever in, in terms of a strictly a year just the the content, like the the quality and the and the uh, quantity of of good horror movies that we got this year rivals 1980, 81, 82. Like you know those those years, it, it in terms of that, it, it rivals it. I definitely agree with you on that one, Mike. I, I do believe that uh, this was a very good year overall for horror movies, and and there was a little bit of every. There was like a uh, a buffet, if you will, yeah. of horror this year. There was a little bit of everything for everyone. If you were into uh, certain kinds of movies, there was that for you. Uh, there was a lot of dark humor. Uh, horror movies there was a lot of gory horror movies there was there was some slasher flicks even in there in essence there was some psychological stuff in there uh, we had some movies with dolls which we'll get to I mean overall if you were looking for something and then we had something new and fresh also you know in in the beginning of the year I don't know how where that made it on your mm -hmm. list at all uh, but you know 
once again, uh, without going any further into details of the top 10, this was one of those really good years for horror. Uh, hopefully 2020 lives up to that, but yeah. you know, Hey, let's, let's, let's look at 2019. Yeah. And I had a hard time with this list. So, uh, you know, it's any of these movies probably could have, could have shifted one way or the other. Right. I, I, I really, I think I had a harder time making this top 10 list than any other top 10 I've ever done. So there was nothing between 10 and one that I would say, Oh, this movie just wasn't that good. And that's why it was at the bottom of the list. They were all really, really good. So I want to stress that before I do this, right. I loved every one of these movies in one way or another. These are all good movies. Very, very good movies. So I'm going to kick it off with number 10, which was one of the movies. Uh, I, I can't remember. I, I don't know if I ended up doing a review for it now thinking back, uh, but it was in the contract universe uh and it was very different than than the other movies that were in that and that would be the curse of la llorona yeah we uh, have a poster on the wall too yeah yeah so it's one of the posters here in the studio uh you know the uh i i i did see it i did enjoy it uh i didn't know if i would at first but then when you get the opening of that movie like it sets a tone you're like oh they're gonna go there and if they're gonna yeah. go there they'll go anywhere and it also reminds me of the uh uh what was it the canadian movie theater this showed the opening to Curse of La Llorona oh, yeah. before the, the kids movie. Yeah, uh, on accident, it showed it started showing it before they took it off. Yeah, uh, which could that be tra- a couple times. I this was going to say think. that could be traumatizing because the beginning of that movie is <laughs> you were there to see a kids movie, and, and, yeah. and spoiler alert: you if you haven't kids. seen Curse of La Llorona, there is some child child death in the beginning yeah. of that movie. So uh, I thought they pushed the envelope. I did actually very much enjoy it, which is weird because. To this point, and you know this, I'm not a big fan of the Conjuring universe outside of the Conjuring movies. Right. Uh, once again, that's weird for me as well. As you know, I'm not a big Haunted House guy, but yet I enjoy the Conjuring movies because they're done so well. Right. This was the first one outside of the Conjuring universe that I was like, all right, I like this, and I would like to see more of this. Right. And you know what? Here's here's what I liked about it. On, on top of being a you know very suspenseful movie and very atmospheric, most of the movies in this universe all kind of feel the same. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you got your two Conjuring movies. You got the three Annabelle movies. Um, you got the Nun. You've got the Nun. Uh, you know, you've, you've got these different movies in there, and they all kind of in their own way kind of they all kind of looked and felt the same to me they all felt like they were part of it this one felt different for mm-hmm. some reason there was something different about this movie and uh, i don't know i i really really enjoyed it um again i can't remember if i did a review on this or not i wanted to i just don't know if i found the time I, to do i'm not it. sure I, I don't have it up but, right now but yeah but it, i really really did like it a lot so it's one if you haven't seen it get out there and watch it uh, i think you guys will enjoy it it's a good movie very good Number nine, and this one I know you and I are going to disagree immediately because it was one of your favorite movies of the year. And uh, again, I really enjoyed it a lot more than I ever thought that I was going to when it came out. And that would be the remake of Child's Play. Oh, man, I spent most of the year shitting on this movie. Yeah. And then it became one of my most enjoyable movies of the year. I I do disagree with you. I I understand that everything's lumped together and there's a lot in this year. So I, I give you that. I would put it in my top five of horror movies just because I actually was entertained. Uh, where do I start? The score was amazing. Yeah, best uh, score in a horror movie in, in 30 years. The story that we weren't sure of actually worked in a lot of ways better. It was a slow build uh, that did build atmosphere. I think the build did go on too long, so I, it does punish it a little bit, but it was nice to see the build. Yeah. Uh, the last 45 minutes of that movie is a pure slasher film. Pure Pure and simple. It's got gory tests. It's got yeah. it's got some real brutal stuff. It's it's a pure slasher film. Anybody who was like us and for you know it came out on June twenty first, same day as Toy Story four came out. <laughs> uh, it, it, for anybody like us who spent, wasn't that the other movie that the theater showed that I think of it Toy was. Story? I think it was. So June June twenty first is when it came out. Same day as Toy Story four, and we spent the first up until the week of 
kind of crapping on the movie a little bit, kind of giving it some shit. And then we went and saw it and went, you know what? This movie was against all odds because we already thought it was going to be bad. So we went into a movie thinking it was going to be bad. And we're like, okay, we're just going to bash this movie. And we all came out going, that was the most entertaining hour and a half that I've yeah. spent in a long time it in a movie really theater. It really wasn't bad. The score was amazing. I like that they protected Mark Hamill's uh, oh, Chucky. Yeah. Oh yeah, leading up to it, I like I like that. I also did. I, I the biggest thing I loved was the score. Mm-hmm. The score to that movie was my favorite score of this year and possibly any year. It's that's, amazing. Yeah, that's what I'm it, saying. The last 20, 30 years, anyway. Yeah, best movie score. It's amazing. So good. And uh, so I do disagree with you on its placement. However, uh, once again, like you said, you yours are so close that I, I get it. I just put it in the top five because personally, for me. I thought that this movie was super entertaining. Yeah. But I could understand putting movies ahead of it because I have movies ahead of it as well. Right. Uh, Number eight, and this is one, uh, again, a lot of people are probably going to want to disagree with me on on the placement of this. Um, A lot of people probably, in in most of the the top ten lists that I've seen on various sites this year, pretty much have this movie at, like, number one or number two. Uh, I I was a little bit disappointed with it when it came out, uh, and that would be Us. Uh, I, I still liked it. I tried to watch some of it um, over the weekend. Um, it was on HBO or something. And uh, so I did watch some of it again. And, you know, very atmospheric, very creepy. has a great look to it. It has a very original story to it. I just don't understand a lot of stuff that's going on. And to me, it was a little bit of a train wreck in terms of the story itself. And, again, you know, Ron and you kind of schooled me on that a little bit at the time. But there's stuff that I just... Stuff that confuses me about it, so I wasn't I wasn't on board as much as everybody else. I do not have this as my one or two. I would say that it would probably be, believe it or not, I would say this would probably be number four. And I would probably put Child's Play number five in this number four. And I'm going to get to this and why. And I liked us. I liked it a lot. It was good. It was fresh. It was new. However, the things that I didn't like about it kind of weigh it down a little bit that I think nobody talks about. Uh Jordan Peele, as great as he is, and, and I don't get me wrong, I love Get Out, I did love Us, it's not that I don't love both the movies, he's very good about going the predictable route. That yeah. movie, I knew what was going to happen in that movie from the time I started watching that movie until it ended. I knew that, spoiler alert, I guess, <laughs> I, guess somebody, I knew that the lead character was swapped out in the beginning. Yeah, I knew that's what we were going to find out at the end. Voila, that's what we found out at the end. I did like all the nuances to the movie. There was nuances to it that overcame the predictability because, as you know, I will, will I will kill a movie for predictability. I really will. That that, that really does ruin movies for me. I'm one of those kind of people. Uh, so there was things that overcame the predictability. I.e., the atmosphere was very good. I.e., the story was very good. Just uh, I, I just I can't put it as one or two because I know that the, the the movies that I would put at my one and two spot were way better at being A, unpredictable, and B, being original. And I feel like us, in a way, and, and don't get me wrong, people will be like, oh, well, it was original. It was, but it wasn't. It feels very much Jordan Peelish. Yeah. It feels like Get Out. Like, if Get Out had never come out and Us was his first foray, it would be the same thing. You'd be like, oh, man, that was amazing. That was different. But it feels like he's in... Like, this is what his style of writing is, which I'm not complaining. They're great movies. Continue to do them. Continue to make great movies. Not disappointed at all. But it's like when you get that M. Night Shyamalan spot where it becomes, you know, if he's doing this five, six movies down the line, Jordan Peele is, and he's always predictable and you always know where the story's going to go, you're going to get into that line where M. Night Shyamalan got where it's like, okay, waiting for the twist. You know it's coming. And then without fail, he always gives you yeah. the damn twist. And right now... What Jordan Peele needs to do in the next movie or two that he makes, and I, I'm, I'm saying continue to make them because I enjoy them, is that he needs to give us a twist finally. 
And this movie was just straight through, just like Get Out was straight through. Like I, right. I called the things that were happening by the end of straight, uh, Get Out that the girl was in on it, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I didn't even have to pick up on all the like little Easter eggs and stuff. I just knew. Right. And it was the same thing in this movie. I just knew in the beginning. I'm like, okay, they're different, and that's how it's going to work. And it just played out. But, I mean, once again, great movie. Cannot say enough great, good about it. I'm glad I went to see it. I have seen it. I saw it twice in the theaters and once on uh, at home. It's a great movie. If you want to, if you've never seen it, this is the movie for you to see because it was a really good movie. But I just can't put it at my one and two spot because I do believe the predictability hurts it. Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly with that. Number seven uh, is one that really doesn't. I haven't seen it. Been getting any love uh, from anybody anywhere. It really hasn't been talked about much. Even when it came out, you didn't hear much about it, and it really didn't do very well at the box office. It, it very much disappointed, and uh, that would be Brightburn. Now, I really love this movie. I'm with you. This was, was a fun a movie. Really it was movie. suspenseful. It was bloody. It was terrifying. It was, it was moments of humor. It was everything I wanted in a dark superhero movie. Yeah. It's everything you wanted. You got to see every greatest hit. And I mean, man, it was a brutal at times. I mean, the glass in the eyeball. It, yeah. That was brutal. The the him just killing like eviscerating people as he flies through. Yeah, like even the death scene of his mom, and then crashing a plane to cover it all. Like that yeah. movie is. I don't know why it didn't catch on so well. I don't know why it performed so poorly. If you have not seen that movie, and if you have not, uh, and if you were just uh, you know, if you didn't go because of whatever reason, find it now on VOD and watch it. Do yourself a favor. It's a very good movie, and I hope that they overcome it. They, I do know that they made their money back we had talked right. about that a few weeks ago and the reason why that's important is because they were going to plan out a series of dark superhero movies you kind of get a taste of that at the end with uh what's his name uh, going through all the uh yondo right he's right. going through all the list of the like different super you know the dark justice league if you will right and i hope we get there because it was it it was worth i would love to see another character or this character going forward and doing that dark universe of superheroes. I think it would be good. I would love to see that. I highly doubt that's going to happen at this point. I also know that they were talking about combining this with uh, another comedy. Uh, well, it, it's in the super universe. Yeah. The, if you haven't seen Super, the Rain Wilson uh, right. superhero movie, it's in that universe. Right. Because, yeah, trust me, there's a, a bunch there's of clues. And at the end, they show them. Yeah. At the end, they show them when they're showing all that other stuff. So right. It's in the right. super universe. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. As long as it doesn't turn into a goofy comedy, if they go that route, I'd be happy. I, I do want to see more horror with this. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I would love to see more. Yeah. It's just I something that really, really hasn't good. been done. So, really uh, number six is a movie, the only one in my top ten uh, that did not go to theaters. Uh, this is one that uh, you and I both loved. Uh, we had watched it on Shudder. And uh, that is the, uh, the movie Haunt. Very good. Very good. Really fun. There's two Way movies I, I watched. Was gonna be. There was two movies I watched on Shutter this year that were phenomenal. I don't know if the other one made your list, but I think it should have. It did not, because this it, was the only one that wasn't in yeah, the, the, the you know theatrical release. And yeah. I should have put that in my my, my mentions, I'll mention, I'll mention yeah, it towards the end. Actually, I'll mention that. it right now, because it would have been in the same spot, and I may have even tagged together, was The Furies. Yeah. I thought both The Furies and Haunt, The Haunt were both amazing movies. The Haunt, man, talk about doing all the cool stuff from saw in an interesting way you told yeah. me to watch this movie i sat down and watched the movie and i was not disappointed at all it starts a little slow at first when i started watching the movie and i know i told you this and i think we said it on the show even i start watching this movie and i'm like all right why is he saying this movie so great this movie is just slow it's predictable and then 
shit starts to happen. You're like, oh my God, I can't believe they do that. I can't believe that's happening. This is great. And then there's twists and there's turns and there's yeah. twists and there's turns. And then even at the end, there's twists and turns. I yeah. mean, I, I, this movie cut me off off kilter and uneasy the whole time. It was great. Speaking and and just because we're lumping it in because you didn't, uh, we forgot to put it in there, which is fine. The Furies, uh, same thing. Man, Shudder had a home run with the Haunt. They have a home run with the Furies. If you're not, get, if creep you don't show, have, yeah, creep show. If you don't have Shudder, get Shudder uh, because, like I said, the Furies was great. That was very slasher, slasher meets surviving the game kind of style yeah. movie. That was a lot of fun. We enjoyed that a lot. Uh, by the way, I do know that uh, the 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 kill with the uh, axe and the yeah. ripping off the face made the top 10 of uh, bloody disgusting's most brutal kills of the year. Yeah. So yeah, boy, if, you was it ever. That, if you want to see that kill, check out the furies. It's very good. And it's, it's brutal. Yeah. Brutal. And you won't be disappointed if you watch that one or haunt. Yeah. Both they, of them. I, both I cannot, good. I cannot plug either one. I'm glad haunt made the list. The haunt made the list. Uh, I'm assuming because it was different and new yeah. and I did like it. There was nodes of other movies in it, but it was at the end of the day, it was super cool. And it came out at a good time too. It came out Halloween time. You know, it was a Halloween movie, you know, it, people looking for haunted attractions at Halloween time. It, it was perfect. Every, I, they, they did that movie perfectly. I know we didn't plan this, but my two favorite kills of the year, uh, one was the Furies, that uh, axe thing, which both made us both go, oh, yeah. and my other one was actually from Friday the 13th, Vengeance, uh, the car scene. Oh, yeah. The, the, the killing the person in the car fan and then ripping the other person's head off on the, on the window. <laughs> on the window. That was probably, that movie wasn't the greatest, but that was the, that, that was my favorite kill of the year, followed very closely by that Furies yeah. chopping off the face. That should Good tell choices. you something. Chuck those ones out. Those are great to watch. <laughs> All right, on to the top five. So the my opinion, the the top five horror movies that came out this year. And number five is one that I I went to see it. I didn't know anything about it growing up. I didn't know anything about it when I first heard about it. I had no interest in seeing it when I first heard about it. And I am really glad I went to see it. Uh, very much oriented at, at teens, uh, but it ended up uh, being an excellent horror movie. And uh, that would be Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh, very good. Very good movie. Yeah. Uh, I dug that Surprised movie quite a bit. me. Uh, well, you know what? I grew up. I did read the books when I was when I was a kid, so I thought that it was really cool seeing them on the big screen in a way. Yeah, uh, it was very good. Of course, you know Guillermo del Toro did the uh, production of it. He was a producer on it, so I'm sure that uh, his uh, effects guy had something to do with the effects in that movie. Oh, sure, because you could tell because the creatures were amazing. Uh, the story was good for a PG horror movie. It was it proved that you can do that. Yeah, you can make a PG horror movie. And make it scary, make it dark, and it did all of those things. For anybody who thinks you can't make a PG horror movie... Was it PG or PG-13? I do believe it was just PG. I could be wrong. I'll look it up, but I, I know it was it was close. It might have been PG-13. I think it was 13. But even PG-13, making a PG-13... People say that you can't make horror movies... And they did it with without being PG Without being R. And I, I, uh, I don't... I That movie kind of proved the other way. Well, you know, not only did it surprise me that it was as good as it was, but it surprised me in the sense that I wanted to see more of it. it I was, hope that they make a sequel. It was PG-13, sorry. Okay. But still, I mean, like I said, in this day and age, a still. lot of people will argue that you can't make a horror movie not rated R. Big horror movie fans like us, and I, I'm one of those people. I'm guilty of that, too. I just don't want to see a PG-13 horror movie. They just, to me, most of the time they fail. They're just intended to get more money, you know, because more kids can go watch it. Without yep. being restricted at the you know at the box office, this one was great. This one was great. So so number five for me. Number four, and this one is is one that a lot of people are putting in their top one or two uh, would be Doctor Sleep. Uh, I did not get a chance to see this yet. This is one I didn't get to see, so I just have to go by off of what you said, and mm -hmm. uh, I think Ron saw it as well. 
And, and it seems like the consensus there was a decent movie. It was a good movie. Uh, so, I mean, I don't have a problem with it being here. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was entertaining. It was a little long. Uh, I, I started to nod off at one point because it was, it was quite boring. Uh, after I watched it, I did actually go home. Uh, I think it was either the same night or the next day I actually ended up watching The Shining. And, you know, as many times as I've seen The Shining, it never bores me. It's never dull. It's a great story from start to finish. And it's a far superior movie. Uh, but Dr. Sleep did well. You know, it, it was it was a good story. It just it pales in comparison to The Shining, but still a really, really good movie. I agree. I think that uh, it was a good movie. So, yeah, I mean, as far as what I heard, sorry. I, right. I, I, I haven't heard a bad thing, really. I mean, there's some detractions I've heard, but nothing like super bad. Like, right. You know, it's not it's not like uh, Rise of Skywalker. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. Which I have not seen and I'll be I'll be. uh I, I have seen it. I, I, didn't, I, I wasn't brutal on it. Ron is brutal on it. Derek yeah. loves it. I'm in the middle. I've seen a couple people say that that and uh, the last one there, the uh, Last Jedi, were like the two best in the entire series. I'm like, well, first of all, the Last Jedi was was awful, mm. painful. I think the only thing that I saw in that entire series that was worse than that was the Phantom Menace. Uh, I'll put it this way: I put this above Last Jedi. It's not worse than Last Jedi. Like in order, like of my worst, like it's like. Last Jedi, like I know, this is not the place to talk about. It's Last Jedi, followed by Phantom Menace, followed by Return of the Jedi, and then this movie. Yeah. So it's not it's not the worst. It's up a little bit, but it's not the best. There's plot holes. I enjoyed it though. Yeah. To be fair, so anybody out there knows, I did enjoy Rise of Skywalker. As a Star Wars fan, I enjoyed the movie. Ron hated it, and Derek loves it, so yeah. it's kind of weird. But Derek hates uh, Last Jedi. So right. It's, it's My brother's like a big fan of the Star Wars movies, and he told me he goes, "Did you like uh, the Force Awakens?" I was like, "You know, a lot of people hated that movie, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Everybody was complaining that it was a rehash of the original A New Hope." And uh, he's like, he goes, yeah, he goes, and I don't understand why. He goes, they did that on purpose. He goes, it was to get, you know, a new generation of people in, you know, and kind of have them understand the story. You know, they kind of ease their way in. He goes, if you like that, he goes, I didn't like the the Last Jedi either. He goes, that movie was terrible. He goes, this one was a good, you know, what they started in the Force Awakens. They they really finished off a good story. My, I was gonna say my, my 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 detractions for it. I said I was in, I enjoyed it, but my detractions in it came up earlier. Predictable. Yeah. It was super. the 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 storyline was predictable. Outside of that, like I said, I know we're getting in the weeds in Star Wars here, but outside of the storyline being predictable, I enjoyed the movie overall. Though. Yeah, it wasn't like I, I didn't feel like I wasted my time in the theater. I wish they would have done some things differently and ended it a little differently. But outside of that, it, it was enjoyable. And like I said, the the, the reason I detract from it is too predictable. Right. Let's get back into horror. Though. Yeah, we'll go back to horror now. We'll kind of get off of the tangent that we went down here so we're up to the top three and i know that number three is one that you're uh, you're going to disagree with me on uh, i know you have it probably even higher but that would be escape room which once i finally saw this movie i got where the hype was and i loved it you, you'd be surprised i don't I, I actually have escape room right where it is number three. Oh, okay so uh i, I thought escape room was very good i enjoyed it uh it was a breath when i was talking about it earlier because i kind of figured it was on the list it was a breath of fresh air nobody saw this movie coming in january it came out in january there was really no hype machine behind it and uh, you know usually horror movies don't do well in january and not only do they not do well usually people are into something new and experimental like escape room was this was new experimental i think that's why i liked it and it worked and it worked well yeah. and it smashed a whole bunch of records in the month of january not just for horror films but for movies in general right uh, and uh i hope they're gonna go a little deeper uh maybe do a sequel i want to do a sequel with the same characters. they've announced a sequel they have i want to do it with the same characters though i would like rotate it 
I kind of do different characters every time around. Here's what I would probably do. Um, I would agree with that. I think that at some point, if they do get to like three or four of them, you should tie oh, yeah. surviving well, people I would together. Say, I'd say tie it in. I'm not saying forget Because it's the open. Other... They left right, that open. Right. I'm not saying forget that it ever happened. I'm just saying if it just kind of changed characters all the time, kind of almost like uh, Final Destination situation. Yeah. Like Final Destination always had different characters, but it was, but always, it was always tied, tied together. together. That's what this should be. It should always be I kind agree. of differing characters, but always make sure it's tied together. And then maybe you can do it all-star version if it's still successful after three or four movies maybe that third or fourth movie you do an all-star right bring back the survivors and you were right the marketing for that was a little odd i i remember when i saw previous for it i thought it was going to be a show on mtv Mm -hmm. that's what it looked like and that's why i didn't want to go see it because it looked like it was going to be an mtv kind of movie i didn't even realize it was a horror movie from the original uh the the original trailers it just kind of looked like something that somebody was playing a game yeah and then like i saw the movie because somebody else saw the movie first and then they were like, Rich, you have to see this movie. This is right after Alley. So I was like, ah, yeah, whatever. So I went and saw it. And I went, wow, this movie was great. It blew, yeah. blew me away. I was like, this is a horror movie. It like, was a sleeper hit, it's without a, a doubt. And, and in January, yeah, <laughs> the grudge is hoping it can uh, pull this one off. I hope it does. I have a feeling it's going it's, yeah, it's it's to have a struggle. But I don't think it's going to open as big as Escape Room did. But I think it'll be. I think it'll make some money. Yeah. People, people remember the grudge finally. Let's be honest. Well, it's going to be rated R. That's well, what's still, hurt it. but it's still they're not going to get teenagers in there. It doesn't matter because the, the generation that's going to go watch it for nostalgia feelings yeah. are all our age or older because yeah. that's when the original came out. That was PG thirteen. Now this is the R version. Everybody is going to go see it for that nostalgia reason. Is us? I'm going to predict it. I'm going to say it's going to open between fourteen and seventeen million. Which I think is I'm gonna, I'm gonna ex- go a li- I'm gonna go a little higher. I think it's gonna open between I I will just make the gap a little shorter because I was gonna say twenty to thirty. We'll say twenty five to thirty. I'm gonna go the high end wow. of the twenties into thirty. And the reason why is nostalgia money, man. Nostalgia money is real. Well, no, next week when we do our show. Yeah, we'll and be I mean I, if it opens up. It, by the way, if it opens to me, if it opens anything less than twenty million, it's a failure uh, for either the studio. Might, mind you, and I'm not saying that I'm not saying it's a failure. The movie is bad because the movie might be good, but it's a failure by the studio not to get more people in that theater because yeah. like the nostalgia. Alone Alone should get it to 20 million i'm just saying right i agree i agree i i don't know you know time will tell um i don't know I don't. all right so we got two left what are the top two movies of 2019 number two uh would be probably the biggest one that hit theaters this year it was the one that was uh the one that everybody wanted to see a year in advance two years in advance and that would be it chapter two see i would have honestly i'm not arguing i don't know i don't know if i could argue against it but I, I, I wasn't as impressed with that as, with that with, as I was with Chapter 1. I did defend it a little more to you, and I did defend it a little more to other people, because I think it needed because the one detraction was there was a lot of humor in it, but with as dark and mean-spirited as that movie was, I think it had to be. Uh, with that being said, though, I don't know. I, I've, after watching it again, I, I definitely think that it missed what Chapter 1 had. Yeah, that's just my personal opinion. Now, mind you, it was a good movie. Don't get me wrong. Still deserves to be. I, I don't have a problem with you putting it at number two. I don't have anybody else to have a problem with anybody else putting it high on a list. But I just don't. I, I, I for some reason, after seeing it, it just didn't do what It Chapter One did for me. Or if you want to call it, it Chapter One, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that I, I don't know. There's some missing. However, I will say this. It was way more brutal. It was way more grotesque. And it did push some limits. And I understand. And I will still defend the part that it did not lose money. It did not lose points for me for the, all the humor in the movie, because that movie was so dark and it so mean spirited that if it didn't have all the comedy, we that movie would have never succeeded, period. Yeah. My biggest gripe with it was that there was just a lot less Pennywise the clown there was a lot less you know of that particular character he took on other forms i I didn't have a problem with that part 
Yeah. The parts that I had a problem with was, once again, predictability. And the other part is there were certain things in the story I just didn't get. Like, we, we like, i.e., I, I complained about it at the time. It felt like Mike was the gatekeeper, kind of like he was in the original miniseries. Mm-hmm. But they didn't share anything about Mike. Think about yeah. it. We don't see the, he's the only one we don't see his journey to get his totem. He's the only one we don't get a real good backstory on. He's and I understand he stayed in Derry, so he remembered everything. But at the same point in juncture, we don't get any kind of story other than that on Mike. Period. Yeah. And everybody else seems like they got a deeper dive, and that and that it kind of made me, made me want more. You know, it was weird. I don't know. And there was some other things that I was like, yeah, it's questionable. They kind of did the same thing in the original miniseries with the Mike character, but mm-hmm. it, there, the, the character was expanded on more than it was in, oh, in, this, in this movie. Just, I, I feel like they just forgot about the character, period. Yeah. And uh, then even the Bill stuff. Some of the Bill stuff didn't make sense to me. Like in one minute he's scared, but the next he isn't. And the same thing with, um, what's his name? Uh, why am I drawing blanks? Uh, Eddie. Eddie oh, had the yeah. same thing. Like he like he overcomes his fear and stabs uh, Henry in the bath in the bathroom in that scene in the bathroom. Yeah. But then he goes back to being a pussy again. Yeah. Like it just didn't make it didn't make sense how they flip flop. Like Bill, he flip flops. He goes where his brother's crippling him to telling his brother to go fuck off in, right. in the one scene, and and then going back to crippling and it's like weird. And the same thing with Eddie. Eddie goes from like conquering fear to like being a scared little boy again to conquering fear to being a scared little boy again to saving the day and dying. Right. Like, I just didn't get why you would take the character up and down, up and down, up and down. Right. I mean, after he overcomes and stabs a dude, uh, you know, well, what he thought was to death, he didn't die. But after he stabs a dude with the intent to kill, you would think that would knock the shit out of the fear you have. Just saying. Just going on a limb. Right. Well, that brings us to the number one horror movie of the year. It came out of nowhere. You were the one that brought this one to my attention. I think it was about a month before it came out. I knew nothing about it. I don't think you did either. I don't think anybody really did. And this movie knocked it out of every park that there was to knock it out of. It was by far the best horror movie. Perfect. Perfect. One of I've gone so far as to say it's one of my favorite horror movies ever made, and that would be Ready or Not. I'm so in for that movie. That would be, that's my number one too. Yeah, there's no way that's not number one in my opinion. Uh, what doesn't it have? It is funny. It has atmosphere. It 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 suspense. It's, it's suspense. Brutal at times. Very torturous. Has some of the most cringeworthy scenes in the history of man. For those people who are like, well, it wasn't enough horror for me. Really? Her slamming her hand on top of a nail wasn't enough horror for you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> even like even at the end where the... I mean, I know it was kind of tongue in cheekish when people start to explode, but it was great effects. It looks so cool. That movie was a great movie. A good, like, it was good. as It was fun. It was funny. It was dark. It was... It, it, it checked all my boxes for a mm-hmm. In my opinion. You know, again, you you call things sleeper hits. <laughs> oh yeah. Was there anyone that? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. Th- this one, I, if I was to redo a top thirty-one countdown for the Halloween season, like I did several years ago, ready or not, it's in my top ten. Oh, it's possibly the top five. It's definitely it's definitely in my top ten of all time, in my opinion. One of the best horror movies I've ever seen. Most enjoyable, and it's one of the most enjoyable movies ever. Like enjoyable horror movies. This was the other movie on the list that would it makes my regular top ten as well. My mm-hmm. regular for 2019 top ten enjoyable. This and Child's Play were enjoyable movies mm-hmm. at the end of the day, and I know they're a little further on the spectrum apart from each other as far as top ten wise. Even on my list, where Child's Play is five, mm-hmm. and this was one. They were both super enjoyable movies. And I have to say this. This was the year in horror. Not only did we get a lot of good horror, not only were the horror movies, you know, great, but this was the year where sleeper hits happened. Oh, yeah. Escape Room is in the top three, and I agree with that. 
This is number one. Both of those movies, nobody knew a damn thing about when they came out, but yet they have a mass fanhood because both of them were great movies. They had an Child originality play. to them. Child's it wasn't play. A, it wasn't a remake. It wasn't a sequel. It was something original. Child's Play. For all of you people who were like, oh, well, I wasn't shitting on it. Oh, trust me. The horror world was shitting on Child's Play because of the reboot. And let me tell you right now, that is, to me, a sleeper because when it came out, it did everything you went, oh, great, wow. Actually, I forgot I was watching a reboot. It took the premise of a movie that we we're familiar with and changed it. But it didn't change it in a way that you were like, oh, the other one is irrelevant. But at the same time, it made you go, oh, man, this is where the Child's Play movies should have stayed. I.e., it really did. It might, it might not be Child's Play 1 to some people, the, the original, but it took you back to that time. It took you back to where you should be scared of the damn doll. And, and it took all that. The, it did. And it took I'll all the, and that. it took all the, and, you know, instead of the tongue in cheek thing that Child's Play had become. And also, it took you to a, it, it, the storyline was compelling. It freshened it up. It made it modern with AI and this doll learning and the way the doll, you know, comes to be. Yeah, it was a little predictable the way the doll comes to be, but it still like made it more understandable than some voodoo curse. Right. And it, this could happen. I said that to you before. Is, is it unlikely to happen? Yeah, but this could happen with where we are with telling, talking to Alexas and all that. Imagine an animatronic doll with AI that has Alexa in it. That is what Chucky was. He can control your lights and everything else. Believe it or not, that movie in, in the carnation we watched, it could happen now. It could happen now. So it makes it a lot more terrifying, which once again brings it back to the doll. And once again, the last 45 minutes of that movie, it's pure slasher film. Yeah. it is. It, it, that's something that none of the Child's Play movies were. How about none the of banana them final act of the movie? Oh, yeah, yeah. Bananas. Yeah. Crazy. I know, but once again, it's it's you didn't... None of the other Child's Play films, even the original and the second one, which were both really good movies, ever took it to an exact slasher route. This movie, 45 minutes of which, once it builds in and we get the killer doll, is a slasher movie. He is stalking people. He is picking them off methodically. It is a slasher film. Through and through. And that's yeah. what made it good. So this is a year of surprise films that made it in the top 10 and that were very enjoyable that you would have never guessed. And then there was a couple mega hits that we knew were coming, i.e. like It Chapter 2 and Doctor Sleep. And, you know, uh, uh, of course, it didn't make the top 10, but, you know, uh, uh, Pet Cemetery. Right. So there was like all these movies that were on the list. I think it was a great year in horror. Uh, 2020, we're not going to jump into it this week, but 2020 is lining up to be another decent year in horror movies. God, uh, God willing. And that's where we're at. Yeah, it's some big shoes to fill. Well, so, there's some heavy hitters coming out in 2020 as I'm well. I'm telling you, you look back, you know, 20, 30, 40 years from now, people look back on, on 2019, I'm telling you, you know, any anybody that looks at it and really analyzes it and breaks it down, this may this may have been the best year in horror ever. Uh, you know, I agree, the, I agree. The, the, the quality, there. you know, may not be as good as it was in the early 80s. I, you know, I, I will I'll agree with that. Um, you know, there are some classics, you know, 80, 81, 82, you know, those years. I was going to say 81 is a hard year to beat. Yeah. 81 is really, I think, the year to beat. That's, and I don't think it would that's beat Halloween that. Too. That's Halloween, too. That's uh, Friday the 13th, but too. That's... There weren't as many as what we got this year. You know, like I said, we stopped at 22, 23 movies. Yeah, but now it's easier to, to produce movies. And I'm not trying to say that in a True. shitty way. It's easier. There's more places that there's more outlets. Back in the day, there wasn't streaming services and there True. wasn't YouTube and there wasn't. True. And and that's and, that, and that's not a detraction. That is not a detraction. But at even all. with that being but said, the there was only two was or good. three movies. You know, out of 23 of them that we discussed here, there was only two or three of them that were on streaming services. The rest were in theaters. 
Uh, well, we didn't discuss all of them because we didn't discuss the Midnight right, right, Sports right. movie. That was straight to video. We didn't discuss Leprechaun Returns. <laughs> uh, that was direct to, the direct to video slash sci-fi as well. Yeah. We didn't discuss. I mean, there was ones we didn't discuss. We didn't discuss Boar. No, we didn't discuss that. Or uh, the, and, um, and that, that, that was enjoyable, the other but it wasn't great. sci-fi one there, the Banana Splits, yeah. yeah or did you just to, say we, that? I just said Banana Splits. I mean, but, I mean there was a lot that we left out because of obvious reasons or, you know, the, whatever. But, I mean, when you can come in and you can say that there was at least 10 solid movies, uh, that's what I would compare it to. I, yeah. Taking everything else aside, like, when you compare it to a year like 1981, I say it's hard to compare it. And the biggest reason why it's hard to compare it is you got to remember technology at the time didn't allow for the movies right. to come out. When you have this a year like this year compared to that year, there was a lot of movies that came out. There's about eight like heavy hitter movies that right. came out in 1981. We've talked about before on par. But when so I mean there was a couple they were on this list. You know one of them that you know one of them on your list at least that was on a streaming service only. So we'll right. take that. You know because there are so nine nine to eight. So maybe one more. But you I know, mean it's still a great year when you build that resume up though and you compare it with other years. Oh, I One agree. of the best years year. in horror ever. It's a great year. And it like was said, a good year to be a horror movie fan. 2020 is still shaping up. People don't think it is, but I, I think there, I see a lot of things in the in the in the horror future. You have Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is uh, is you know it's not a perfect. It's not. It's more or less your uh, comedy horror movie, right? Uh, but it's still you know in the horror genre. Uh, you also have you know Halloween, Halloween kills. kills. That's going to be the big. Which that's probably the, the big, chapter that two was of big, 2020. That was a big. That's the heavy hitter. And then you have a bunch of like other movies that we've heard that are coming out that could uh, be originals and could like just take tracks. Of course, we have Conjuring. I forgot about Conjuring Three Conjuring comes 3. out this year. Uh, you know that one got pushed way back though to October, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so it's going to be. But a I, big think it, October. I think I think I think it got pushed back in October on purpose. Yeah. Because I think they want to make more money. Oh yeah, that's just my guess. But once it's again, it's gonna be a good October. I'm telling you now, there's there's a lot coming out, so we'll be here to cover all that, of course, throughout the year. Uh, you know, great list. Next week, we are going to be talking about 2010 through 2019, the 2010s, if you will, the decade of the 2010s. We're going to give you our hits and misses for the 2010s and talk about that because obviously the decade comes to a close at the strike of midnight on January 1st, which is Wednesday. Yeah, uh, so so we're almost there. So it's almost a happy new year, Mike. Almost a happy I know. new year. But before we go, once again, if you guys want to tell us what you did, we miss something on our list from 2019. Do you have something you think should have been higher or on the list, or did we just miss over completely, or anything else you would like to talk to us about? Please hit us up on Facebook Horror Zone 607. Also on Twitter at Horror Zone 607. Use the hashtag HZ607 when talking about the show, so we know you're joining our conversation. We want to hear from you guys. Send us whatever you want. It's it's always good to hear from you. Also, visit 8122productions.com. You can stream and download our shows from there. You can check out Mike C's reviews from there, uh, some of which are there, some of which may not be there because we can't remember sometimes what he's written and what he hasn't. Also, you can check out my other project, Three Fat Nerds Podcast. Uh, you can also check out our friends of the show. Big shout-outs to the ODPH, uh, Ken M and the, the guys over there. They're doing their thing. You can find them. Uh, the Ultra Dora Parlay Hour is right there under Friends of the Show. It takes you right to their website. Our friends Floodlands, who provide some of the music for our shows, and shout-out the Robots and the Phosphines. They're all under the Friends of the Shows. And our great sponsors, you know, the the, the, the place that provides us this awesome studio, Dragon Master Games, and, of course, Rex Arise Auto Detailing are also there as well, our local sponsors, helping us out. And last but certainly not least, if you would like to help support the show and uh, help us uh, pay them bills, if you will, you can always do that on Patreon.com. You'll get a ton of extra great bonus footage, including getting shows early. And on top of that, Mike, you also, of course, get Love is Scary with Spooky Mike and Dr. Derek. We're about to record that second episode today. There's a little uh, 
peek behind the curtain. Uh, trust me, you will not want to miss the first one or the second one. It's worth, as Ken M from the ODPH says, it is worth 100% paying the dollar a month for just that. <laughs> or if you want to support a little more, it's $3 a month. Once again, we're not trying to break the bank. We're just trying to help support this show and all, all of our other projects. So go ahead and do that on patreon.com slash 8122 Productions. Uh, happy New Year for me. And Mike, take us home. All right. So I just want to say a very special thank you to all you listeners out there. We, we have completed our first full year of horror zone 607 that's it. It, it it we are an entire year in we've been doing this for a little over a year but we we've completed an entire year and we couldn't have done it without you guys the listeners we hope that you know you'll you'll give us more feedback and tell us what you want to hear in 2020 next week we reset we start all over year two of horror zone 607 starts next week so until then for rich i am mike c saying See ya!